you say price my love's not the price that you're willing to pay when you cry tea that you purr in the sea you see me go by why so sad hello hello clarice I know this is not going to come as a shock to you, but whatever, it's true. I'm hungover, but I have a good excuse as to why. You're right. I'm not shocked at all. I wasn't going to be hungover. Uh-huh. But our friend Caitlin Bristow uh-huh. texted me a couple days ago being like, hey, do you mind coming on this Zoom call with a bunch of fans? I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Let's do it. Thinking it was for, you know, her podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, it was for her wine. It was a wine-tasting Zoom call, and I had to drink a bottle of Spade and Sparrow wine, and I got wasted. Had to, huh? I wanted to be a good sport about it. <laughs> I saw uh, her post about this last night, and I was going to ask you about it, actually. Yeah. First of all, it was 300 women. Not a, <laughs> The only dick in the house was this dick right here. And they're all uh, like, mm, let's taste this Pinot Grigio. Oh, do, what do you taste? The peaches and raspberries and apples and cinnamon. I'm like, shut the fuck. None of you guys <laughs> know what the hell you're talking about. All right. It's just wine. Okay. It's good wine. Uh-huh. I'll give it to her. It's good wine. But like the moment anyone's like, mm, I taste a little bit of a uh, fern tree and uh, <laughs> cinnamon sticks. Shut up. No, you don't. Fern tree. And the, I know. And the reason, like, why is because my dad makes his own. Like, I've told you this. My dad has a little place up in, in wine country, and he makes his own wine. So we go up there, and we help him make his wine. He makes his own wine. It's good. And he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking. No one knows what they're talking about when it comes to wine. I agree. I feel like everyone's just making stuff up. Like, even when I'm in South Africa, and, I mean, obviously, the wine is great there. Yeah. Whenever they're like, oh, yeah, you taste the hint of uh, of uh, cherry in this one. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. I have no idea. But I don't at all. And they swirl it around the glass. Oh, look at the legs on that. That means it's high sugar content. All right. I mean, every time I drink wine, one, like, I will admit there are things that I like and things that I don't like in wine. But mostly it's like, mm, yeah, that that tastes like I'm getting drunk. That's it. That's That's as far as I've thought through. So you drank one whole bottle in the course of how long? An hour? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. But I, Pretty I, fast. Then I was drunk because I drank a bottle of wine by myself. So then I went down, and this is what I do. I FaceTime everyone I know when I'm drunk. <laughs> so I sat outside, <laughs> and I kept drinking, FaceTimed everybody. And, Not me. Well, yeah, because I knew this today was happening. I don't want to spoil the, you know, the show. Uh-huh. Came inside at like nine o'clock, hadn't eaten dinner, wasted, and I was like, I gotta go to bed. So, okay, do you think a wine hangover is worse than 100%? Like a whiskey hangover? I do too. Because it's all that sugar. Yeah. So much sugar. But I will say this a couple glasses of red wine is not bad. A couple glasses of red wine, you don't get too drunk, it helps you sleep. You know, see, you know, I don't like red wine. Red's the only one I don't like. You know, it's funny is that Sarah used to only be a rosé gal, all right? Only rosé. Mm-hmm. And we recently ran out of rosé, so we started drinking some red wine. <laughs> and now she's like full-on Malbec. Really? 
Yeah, she was like, she made me go to Bevmo and get, I bought a case of Malbec. Oh my gosh. My thing with red is, number one, it just, feel it's so much heavier feeling. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and number two, a lot of reds, especially the ones I find that people love, are like kind of spicy. Mm-hmm. And I just don't like that. But you're doing the thing of you can taste things in wine, though. It, Saying like it's spicy or sweet mm-hmm. or something is one thing. But to be like, yeah, there's hints of uh, tangerine, mandarin, oranges in this one. It's like, no, there's not. <laughs> there's not. No. <laughs> well, try a Malbec. That's what Sarah seems to like. I don't think I like that. It's from Argentina. I don't think I like it. I do like a rosé, but I like a lighter colored rosé. Like mm-hmm. usually the darker it is, the less I like it. And I do like a white wine sometimes. I don't like it to be like thick. Like Chardonnay is like a thick white wine. I don't like that. I like it to be like almost clear looking. Mm, it's like water. Like almost water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. So I'm hungover. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. It's 105 degrees outside. That's the heat index. So I don't know if you can recall living in Nashville, but for those of you that live in the good old southeast, it has finally, the time has come where you can't go outside. You got to stay inside in the air conditioning at all times because it is freaking miserable out there. Well, it's good. You should stay inside anyways because COVID. You can go outdoors. I know. It's true. By the way, can we talk about how crazy people are? Oh, they're nuts. I made a post. I posted a thing. Just being like, hey, can you wear a mask because my fiance is immunocompromised? No. Just being like, just do it. Don't do it for me. Don't do it for you. You can do it for her because if she gets it, she's fucked. She is fucked. You know, like that's straight to the hospital. We are in trouble. I couldn't, but be- that was controversial. That's the, everything is. The fact that people are like, the virus is smaller than the mask openings and it can go through the Shut the fuck up. And I'll tell you why, shut the fuck up. Because if that were true, then doctors wouldn't wear masks when they cut your ass open to fix your broken patella tendon. Okay? What are you talking about? Patella tendon is not a thing. Patella tendon is not a thing. It's the thing that people <laughs> blow out in their knee all the time. Have you seen this like thing going around? I saw it on Facebook, which the fact that I'm even on Facebook anymore tells you how like dire the situation is as far as entertainment. So apparently there is a a sentence. Yeah. So there's a sentence that has every letter of the alphabet in it. Do you know what it is? Yes. What is it? It's like the small fox jumps over the large bin or something. (laughs) Close. Yeah. It's the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Yeah. Has every letter of the alphabet at least once. And so there's this post going around where somebody posts just that on Facebook. It's like the sentence in the picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and it's like there's like 800 comments of people being like, uh, there's no C. Um, where's the V? Uh, I don't see a W. And it's like that's how freaking ridiculous people are on Instagram and comments. Like that sentence has every letter. Like yeah. if you look at the comments, like where's the C? And you go read it. There's a C. Oh, there's no W. Oh, yeah, there is. Like people just want to argue. People yeah. just want to be annoying. Yeah. As people, are we just hardwired for negativity? Maybe. Is it some sort of evolutionary thing like us being mad all the time like helps That's us stay think. alive so I, I think it's a more like conditioning than an actual like human trait i don't know it's sad though we got to pull it together we do 
we gotta we gotta come together as a people. <laughs> and you know what? I can't watch TikTok anymore. No, because it for I don't know what it is. It just sucks me. I'll be watching television, something that I want to watch, that I want mm-hmm. to focus on. This is gonna be so nerdy and so fucking privileged white. I like to watch golf. Okay, I do. Whatever. Oh my gosh. Leave me alone. I want to focus on what Tiger Woods is doing, and then I'll do TikTok, and I'll and I won't look up at the screen as people. We are negative and like so easily distracted. Oh, totally. Maybe this is all just a simulation. We've gotten to the level in the game that we can't beat. You know. Yeah. And we need mm-hmm. we need, we're about we're out of, almost out of lives, and we're about to have to start all over again. Oof. I don't want to start all over. <laughs> Sounds hard. Yeah. All right. So now that we've done like five minutes on being negative, mm-hmm. let's turn it around. All right. We did it. I think that everyone's got to do it. You got, you got to have like five minutes every day just to be like, fuck. <laughs> and then be like, <laughs> go, go comment on the lazy fox jumps over the big brown dildo and, and then be like, all right. Time to start. Uh huh. You want to do it? Let's start the show on that note. Okay. Is it my turn? Go for it, dude. Bros and toes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Oh, that was nice time with the music. The price of my love is not, not the price, price that, that you're willing, willing to pay. You cry. I'm obsessed with this song. I really? I have now learned the entire first like chorus or the first half of it. Well, I saw you were doing this on Caitlin's thing last night. Oh, so you were wa- you. you were watching it? No, she posted stories about it. Oh, okay. So my buddy Daniel Ellsworth, he's an amazing piano player, and I was like, I need you to learn this song because <laughs> next dinner party, when the COVID's done, I want you to play it, and I want to sing it, and I want to wow everybody with it. Oh my god! I want everyone. I want to be, like, be there for this. I know. I want everyone to be like, wow, Wells <laughs> is really talented. So that's like your new party trick. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I can cook, I can make drinks. Now I want people to be like, he should be on Broadway, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely shouldn't. I was reading a, a review of us. and Oh, God. I, I was thinking we need to do a fuck you very much. It's I been know. a minute. I thought this one was funny. And also, like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Subject line, five stars. And dot, 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 please, Wells, no singing. Okay? My fave podcast. Can't wait for it every week. And also screaming out loud lately at Wells. No singing, dear God, stop. You cannot sing and you are barely funny. When, <laughs> when Brandy gives you a hint, listen. Playing old series cover songs. By the way, none of us knew and you made Brandy feel stupid even though she blew you off. And please, no reviews in that strange summary voice of movies or books. Take the lead from Brandy a bit more. Love you guys. Just take it down a notch, Wells. When Brandy says she's having a hard time, touch on why, etc. Okay, fuck That's you. So funny. No. That's so funny because I feel like when either of us talk about, like, quote unquote, having a hard time, we get shit on for it. Like, your lives are great. Can you not? Yeah, I know. But also, fuck you, Pansy Leo. I'm going to keep on doing <laughs> my voice. All right? I'm going to keep on singing because you know why? Makes me feel good. And there's not a whole lot going on right now that's making me feel good, Brandi. So whatever. Anyway. Well, I'm glad that they're in my corner. I mean, yeah, they shit on you, but like shout out to being a BC fan, I guess. Yeah. 
A lot of people, though, are upset with you for not coming to the show prepared, is what I've noticed on the. On oh, these. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some people mm-hmm. are w- Wells fans, but not Pansy Leo. Not Pansy Leo. Listen, I would love to be more prepared, oh, but I'm going to need about eight more hours in each day <laughs> to go. sit around and watch television as much as Wells. Here we go. We're going to talk about the farm. Let's hear about the farm. It's a, okay. Now that it's 105 degrees outside, I have to go down there like four times a day. My poor animals are down there just dripping sweat all the time. It's so hot. The flies are so bad. It's a lot of work. I have to go down there and make sure they're not going to have a freaking heat stroke. Can I ask why you don't pay someone to do all that stuff? Of COVID, I didn't get to go on tour, so I'm broke as a joke. Uh. The biggest reason I don't is because no one freaking does it right. Like, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. You know what? My dad taught me that at a very young age, and man, he was right. Like, it doesn't matter how many times I show somebody exactly what to do or explain somebody exactly how I want things done. No one can do it right. No matter how many times I explain to somebody or show somebody exactly how to do it, no one does it right. So, like, if you want it done right, you got to do it yourself so that you're not upset that it's not, that it's not done right. Truth. That's the biggest reason. It's okay. I'll come with the, with the content. You come with the shoveling shit stories, and uh, we got a podcast. I did watch a new show this week. What do you got? Uh, I already forgot the name of it. Let me look it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not very good. <laughs> HBO. Mm-hmm. You might have seen it. It's called Love Life with Anna Kendrick. No. Oh, I think it's new, but there's definitely... I watched two episodes, so I know there's a few out. Oh, HBO Max speeds up release schedule for Anna Kendrick's Love Life. Love Anna Kendrick. Do you like Anna Kendrick? Yes. There's a lot of people that I feel like try so hard to be funny that they're just not funny. And she, I don't know, does it for me. Like she's just like subtly funny enough that it's actually funny to me. Mm Mm-hmm. So this show, she's the star of it. And I'm only two episodes in, but it's interesting. It's all, it's about her dating life. I mean, hence the name of the show, but, and it's like, it's just a very real life, like very realistic look, I guess, at like what dating is like right now. Yeah. Um, she lives in New York city in just episode one. She's like dating this one guy. And then in episode two, she's like already on to, to another relationship, but it's like a year later. So it like spans like a lot of time, but um, I don't know. It just really shows the ins and outs of how freaking hard relationships are. I like stuff that's like brutally real that I can like actually relate to, I feel. Yeah. So it's cute. Great music. HBO slays it usually. They do. And I like that they pushed up the release to all production houses out there. If you got yeah. shit, throw it out because we ain't got throw nothing to do. I know it's true. I feel like it's probably definitely much more like a like a girls show, like a women for like women would probably. I like I don't know that you would love the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely geared towards women, a women's audience, I would say. But honestly, like super good, and I think Anna Kendrick's hilarious. All right, I like it. Yeah, we've already talked about it, so I'll just kind of like breeze through it. But I am obsessed with the show Alone, and now I'm going back into old seasons and watching Alone. So what are the locations of the seasons? I'm on the first season right now, which, by the way, you know, shout out to Roku. Kind of a big Roku guy right now. We used to have. Really? Yeah. And I'll tell you why. We used to have uh, Apple TV. And we thought that that was just the tits, you know, the bee's knees. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. But now we've got Roku's instead of Apple TV because the Apple TV, like we they were like too old. And we couldn't get like Disney Plus on it. It was so fucking weird. So we got all these Roku's because we have Amazon. We have Netflix. We have Hulu, NBC Sports. Like I, that's why I watch golf on. So nerdy. We have all these different things to watch, right? And you go to Roku and you just search 
in this Roku thing, and it'll be like, okay, so this is on Apple TV and on DirecTV and on uh, Hulu, and, the, and this season's on this one. This one. It, like, shows you where everything is. Huh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. Season six of, this is so dorky, but whatever, season six of Alone is on Netflix, okay? Season, like, three, mm-hmm. four, and five is on Hulu. Season one and, like, season, like, two and a half are on uh, <laughs> on Amazon. It's, like, all over the place. I don't know. It's what happened. I don't know what happened. So, anyways, once we figure that out, I'll be like, okay, we can go back to the beginning. So, the first season is on Vancouver Island. We're watching that one, and everyone is just can't handle. Unfortunately, we watched the most recent season first, and, like, by that time, everyone was, like, really good. Okay, like the people have been watching mm-hmm. the show and like figure out like that's what you got to do. The first season, people are fucking are <laughs> tapping out at day one. They're like, "Fuck this, dude! This sucks." <laughs> it's so good. Vancouver Island, we watched, and then season three is back to Vancouver Island, but you get to bring a friend. So it's hmm. the show should have been called Kind of Alone because you're not yeah. alone at all. I was looking it up one day because I almost started it, um, and I saw, I think, a season in Patagonia, right? One's in the Arctic. That's, like, the season six. Ooh. Two are in Vancouver Island. One's in Patagonia. Well, I think one's in Mongolia, but we haven't gotten there yet. Anyways, oh. dude, it is so good. It's genius television because they don't have to do anything. The people fucking build themselves. It's just edited really well. So anyways, I've just been ripping through seasons of Alone. Is it fast paced? Because my concern watching the, like the trailer for it was that it was just going to be too slow to like hold my attention, especially when I'm tired. I would say, yes, it's very fast paced because they're having to jump around to different people. Okay. And then you start really rooting for people and like not rooting for people. This one season, these two brothers won in the one that was the kind of alone season. And both Sarah and I were like, we don't like these guys. Because they like fought the entire, like they are brothers. They just fought the entire time, were assholes. And then there was this one couple who was so cute. Like they were, they'd been married for a while. They were so sweet and we were rooting for them so bad. But she got too skinny. And when you get too skinny, you gotta go home. So, uh, really? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a thing. Dude, how fucking humans have gotten to this point? I don't understand because no one can survive out there for more than like 60 days before they are just, they just look like freaking skeletons. Dang. And dude, you, they eat the grossest shit, man. Ew. I can't even think about it. No, it's amazing. So, anyways, watch alone, bro. Okay, I really do want to watch it. And I really, I told, I've been telling Reinhardt to figure it out because I think he would really like it. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about the other day? What? Do you know who the last person you shook hands with was? Jeez. I don't. I mean, it's definitely pre-COVID because I've even been in a couple of situations where uh, I think one time, like, my the HVAC guy came over, you know, to fix the AC or whatever. And yeah. he, like, stuck his hand out to shake my hand at the door. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I straight up had to be like, oh, so, uh, no. <laughs> I know. And he just like didn't get it. So definitely pre-COVID. So no, I have, I don't, couldn't tell you who it was. I couldn't either. I know. Listen, I don't got much. The simulation is almost over. So I'm just. Oh my God. Game, game over, man. It's amazing how this show has completely pulled me out of my hangover. Really? Yeah. I was so not feeling it. And then. Is that like a dig or like a good thing? I think the show makes me happy. And when I'm happy that I'm not hungover. Oh, good. I think when you allow yourself to be, like, sitting on the couch, lazy and shit, like, your body just is, like, resigned to feeling like shit. And then when you, like, have to, like, go and do shit, they're like, I don't know. I'm no scientist. Clearly. Oh, did you see that Bill Nye did a TikTok on how to, like, like on the, like, benefits of, of wearing a mask? Back to the mask conversation. Uh, 
Yes, I followed Bill Nye on TikTok. He also did one. Did you see the one where he talks about skin color? No, I haven't seen that. Oh my god! I need, to, I need to actually follow him. I just it popped up and I was like, Wells would love this. He talks about the UV spectrum on the planet. This is a map of the continents of the Earth showing how much ultraviolet light lands in each latitude. It turns out the closer you are to the equator, the more intense the ultraviolet. We use reds and purples. But then as you move away from the equator, we change the colors to orange, yellow, greens, and grays. Now here's the same map of the same continent with just one color. And it turns out that everybody on Earth is descended from people that live here in Africa. And then as groups of us move around the world, the color of our skin had to change. And here's why. Our skin is where we make vitamin D. If you don't get enough ultraviolet, you don't get enough vitamin D. But if you get too much ultraviolet, then you break down your folates. You have to have it in perfect balance. And because the ultraviolet varies, the color of our skin varies. And that's it, everybody. That's why we have different colored skin. But we're all one species. But we're not treating each other fairly. Not everybody's getting an even shake. So it's time to change things. I mean, Bill Nye for fucking president. Oh, seriously, can he run? It's actually not a bad idea. Love Bill Nye. What if Bill Nye was our president? That'd be so sick. Like <laughs> <laughs> childhood wells would fucking lose his mind. That's so funny. Who should Bill Nye's running mate be? Hmm. Who's the t the teacher with the magic school bus? Miss Frizzle. <laughs> oh, there you go. Miss Frizzle and Bill Nye the science guy. I'm not mad about it. I'm not either. So, you know, I have a handful of trusted people in my, I call them my COVID pod that I trust to come over here and hang out with me. Mm -hmm. And at first I thought they just really enjoyed my company. And then I started noticing that after they've been in my house for about mm, five minutes, the first thing they ask is, hey, so uh, where's your Saragun? Do, uh, can you <laughs> borrow it real quick? I'm not joking. This is not an exaggeration. My friends are coming over here to use my Theragun. Listen, I don't blame them. Dude, serious appreciation post right now for Theragun. It's a device that just takes all the aches and pains from your body. And I don't know that sends them away to mm -hmm. the bad place. I don't know what happens, but it's the best thing in the world. And I tell you what, they've got the normal size one, right? Yep. But my jam's the mini, bro. And I'll <laughs> tell you why. Guess what it fits in? My golf bag. And guess oh, what? Oh, brother. Guess what happens? Your boy goes and plays golf and his back hurts because sold. Your forearms hurt? Oh, big whoop. No, my back. I'm sitting there on the golf course with my Theragun Mini, just loosening up that back. I'm playing with my brother. My brother's like, oh, let me get that. And I'm like, yep, there you go. And then you know what? By the end of the day, everyone on the golf course has been using my Theragun. You're insane. So I have the all-new Gen 4 Theragun, mm. and it's a game changer because of how quiet it is. Literally, like, you wonder if it's even on, but it has the same power and effectiveness as the louder versions and the louder um, percussive devices out there. It's so great, and I use it a lot because of horseback riding. My, my muscles are always sore, but I went kayaking yesterday, and my arms and shoulders felt like dead weight. But after I used my Theragun for a few minutes, like it just makes everything better. Like it really is great. And it, whether you're a freaking athlete or just a regular freaking person, like it's great. It's a great stress relief. It really helps you sleep better. It relieves muscle tension. It's Wells and I honestly just love the crap out of ours. Yeah, it's awesome. Try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There is no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with the OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power that you need. And here's the thing, it, 
starting only at $199. Just go to theragun.com slash YFT right now and get your gin for Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash YFT. Theragun.com slash YFT. No joke. It is one of my favorite things right now. Brandi, let's talk about delicious food cooked by me. Cooking Wells? Well, hey there, friend. Time for our episode of Cooking Wells, the HelloFresh edition. So here's the deal. If you don't know what HelloFresh is, listen up, because it is pre-measured ingredients, mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your freaking door. America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh, lets you skip those trips to the grocery store because you don't want to go anyways because of the COVID, and it mm-hmm. makes home cooking super fun, super easy, and super affordable. It's a thing that Sarah and I love to do together. We get the box in the mail. We say, what are we going to make it today? And then we get like three different recipes and it's amazing time together. And then it's delicious. Who doesn't want to save time and save stress? I know for me, like I'm just not a very good cook. So HelloFresh is great because it offers that delivery to your doorstep, every ingredient you need delivered to your door. And they literally lay it out for you of exactly how to make it. The best part is it's on your table in just about 30 minutes or sometimes even 20 minutes with the quick recipe options. And you can truly save up to 28% by using HelloFresh versus going to the grocery store and shopping yourself. Yeah, their contactless delivery to your doorstep is great for times that we're living in right now. Also, their carbon footprint is 25% lower than store-bought grocery-made meals, which is, I don't know, it's important to me right now. So, oh, and here's the even more amazing thing. HelloFresh has donated over 2.5 million meals to charity in 2019, and this year is stepping up their food donations amid the coronavirus crisis. They are an awesome company. You should support them. So we're giving you guys a really great offer here. Just go to hellofresh.com slash 80YFT and use the code 80YFT to get a total of 80 bucks off and includes free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions do apply. So please visit hellofresh.com for more details. Yep, that's HelloFresh.com slash 80YFT. Use that code 80YFT to get a total of 80 bucks off, dude. That's amazing. That's like that's like a bunch of free food. Actually, so exact, much. that's exactly what it is. It's free food. Free food. With America's number one meal kit. Do it. HelloFresh is awesome. And delicious. Okay, so Claire's Bachelorette season is filming. Yeah. How did they, I guess because they had so much time, is that why they ended up like recasting? It's because didn't they get like, like half the cast like replaced with like new like older guys from what i understand it goes against the rules to know who's going to be on your show and Mm -hmm. they released the guys and then they had to stop production so then claire was able to see who was going to be on her show she was that why they did it yeah they i think they had cast a lot of the guys before they decided on her and i think once they had more time they're like all right we should get some more age appropriate guys for her Mm -hmm. Honestly, I kind of feel like this is probably the best thing that could have happened for her to have this time and for them to have time to recast because I feel like when they initially released the list of guys, I was kind of like, like not only are they all like a lot younger than her, but like I just wasn't really that impressed with the list. The new list, there are some hotties. Yeah. Have you taken a look? I mean, yeah, but. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I'm not I'm not over here fucking drooling over a bunch of dudes. It's not my thing. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I, I was not that excited about this season initially, but after scrolling through here and seeing like, there's going to be guys my age on television and older, like this is very exciting. And I'm very excited to watch now purely by scrolling through. Let me just tell you who my standout faves are real quick. Okay. So, okay. My favorite, just by scrolling and reading this little descriptions, is his name Blake. Oh, speaking of Blake, we got to talk about Blake. Blake Moniz. Moines, yes. Moines. He's my fave. He's my fave. There's like a few pictures floating around of all these guys. There's one picture of Blake where like he definitely needs to clean up his facial hair, but overall, super hot. He looks jacked. And I just overall too, when you scroll through, it's like these guys are way more rugged looking than your typical bachelor cast. Do yeah. you agree? What about Chasen, who looks like the guy from Outer Banks? Outer, yeah, Chasen looks like the main guy from Outer Banks. Oh, yeah. There are there's some hotties. Um Alex, he's got some scruff. He's looking a little rugged. I'm here for that. Okay, so hot guys on the show. Shocker. Jordan's cute too. Can you can you can you believe it? They have hot guys on the show. No, this is a new thing for me. I don't usually think this many of them are this hot. What about my season? There's 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 at least one hot guy on that show. Uh, yeah, Jordan was hot. Yeah, <sighs> that hurt a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, Derek too. Derek's hot. Ah. And me. There's some cuties. I'm very excited about this. All right, good. They started yesterday, apparently. So. Oh, that's so exciting. Do we have like a release date? Like, do we know when this sh- this season is going to air? Or no? I don't know, but I know she's got like th- over 30 guys, which is like too many dicks, too many dicks on the dance floor, too many dicks. This guy's not really my type, but he's so cute. 36, Tyler Smith, and he's a music manager and co-owner of an apparel company and owner of a real estate company, they have really stepped up their game. I mean, we have gone from social influencer as the occupation to this guy has like three jobs. Okay, let's be fair. They're all going to be social influencers afterwards. Maybe. For like seven months. They all have real jobs. Ooh, this guy's really hot. How do you say his name? Uzoma? Okay, enough of this. He goes by easy. Love a guy with a nickname. You think that's because he's easy in bed? Easy to get to bed? Easy to have sex with? Uh, maybe. You teased something about Blake. I want to know what's going on with Blake. Oh, have you not read all the articles? No. What, Blake from The Bachelor? Yeah. What did he do? Supposedly, he is in a relationship, and but isn't telling who. Okay. So who is it? That's a big deal. That's it? That's all you got? That's the information? I I actually know who it is, but I can't say. We'll say it. I'll edit it, because I want to know now. Okay, but you have to edit it. He was absolutely murdered. I'm not going to be the one that breaks this for fucking for him. Okay, now that you know who, but we can't say who. I just feel like this is a big deal for Blakey. I just feel like he doesn't ever... I feel like he's not quick to come out and say publicly that he's in a relationship. So I feel like this is a big deal for him. And I just... You guys just know how much I love my little Blakey. I really hope that he's happy and I am just super pumped for him. Okay. Let's do other favorite things. Okay. I watched a movie called Joshy recently. Have you heard of this? No. It was so good. You remember the movie Sideways? No. Okay. Well, that's a great movie too. (laughs) So for everyone out there who's seen Sideways, think of that. Like it's funny, but it's also like it's an indie film. It's so like really, it'll get you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's the uh, synopsis. Joshy's fiance kills herself. Four months later, Joshy's friends hope to cheer him up at the cabin in Ojai, California, rented for his bachelor party weekend. Starting at the local bar, things get wild. Okay, listen to the cast. Thomas Middleditch is Joshy. He's a guy from Silicon Valley, and he also does Middleditch and Swartz, 
which we talked about, which is that long-form improv thing on Netflix, which is great. Then you have Adam Pally, who he is, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, he was in like Iron Man 3 and Sonic the Hedgehog and Dirty Grandpa. He's phenomenal in this. And then you have Nick Kroll. Do you know who Nick Kroll is? That sounds familiar. He was on like The League. He's a stand-up comedian. He's just the funniest. He's in it. Do you know who Allison Brie is? Yes. She's in it. Aubrey Love Plaza's her. in it. Jenny Slate's in it. Lauren Graham is in it. Jake Johnson is in it. The list of amazing actors in this indie film is just off the chain. It's so good. It's funny. It's sad. You, you're going to laugh. You're going to cry. Go rent Joshi. We watched it on Prime, so you can watch it there. Anyways, it's so good, dude. Cute. The other one that I watched was The Old Guard. Have you seen this or like seen a trailer no, for okay. it? Mm -mm. Okay. What platform is it on? Netflix. Okay. A covert team of immortal mercenaries are suddenly exposed and must now fight to keep their identity a secret just as an unexpected new member is discovered. Okay. So Charlize Theron is the leader of this mm. whole thing. And then Love there's. Her. And then there's a bunch of, like, less-known new actors. But, like, okay, so think of, they're all immortal. They're like, they're like Wolverine from X-Men. Like, if they get shot, like, the bullet pops out and their body heals, like, immediately. Mm. They are, they've been around for, 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 like, ever. They've been helping fight wars forever. Like, the backstory is pretty crazy. And but they've got to be like super secretive because if like the government finds out what they are, they're going to, you know, turn them into lab rats and try to figure out how they're, you know, the secret to their immortality, yada, yada, yada. It is so good. Like if you're looking for like a good shoot em up movie with Charlize Theron uh, leading the pack, this is great. And I'll tell you my other thing that I love about it. Phenomenal film. Um, the end of it, you're like, oh, we're going to get another one. It's definitely going to oh. be a thing for a while. Great stuff. And this is a new movie? Yeah, brand new movie on Netflix. All right. Very cool. So check it out. So check it out, bruh. I read a book. So I finished. I got a book too. You got a book? You got some book stuff? So I think I went down like a uh, middle-aged woman like fantasy tunnel. <laughs> huh. And I didn't know I was doing that. But for whatever reason, I did it. I read a book called Winter in Paradise by Ellen Hildebrand. Do you know, have you heard of that? Mm, can't say I have. <laughs> this must be like something that like women read on the beach on vacation. And I didn't know that, <laughs> uh, but I didn't hate it. I thought I was, I, <laughs> I thought I was walking into like a straight up like murder mystery. All right, here we go. What I found was, it's just a bunch of people fucking each other. <laughs> so it's a soap opera in book form. Yes, exactly. And then I finished it. I got, the whole time I'm waiting for like, wait, when does like the murder mystery start happening? Because everyone's just fucking each other. And um, so finally by the end of it, I'm like, this book's almost over. When are we going to find out about the dead guy? Because <laughs> there is a dead oh guy. And it's like the last chapter is like, <laughs> my phone rang. And it's the FBI. And they're like, we're now looking into the murder. And it's like, oh my, oh my God, so this is the second book I got to read about to find the fucking murder? <laughs> but you know what? I didn't hate it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like if fucking Jimmy Buffett shit out a book 
about living on the beach and just fucking everybody. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. I was going to say, I want like an excerpt. Winter in Paradise by Elon Hildebrand. Russ Steele's two lives collide when he's killed in a helicopter crash in the Virgin Islands. So you can see how immediately I'd be like, ooh, mysterious copter crash? Okay. <laughs> Irene Steele, his wife of more than 30 years, learns that her husband had a home, a girlfriend, Rosie Small, and a daughter, Maya Small, in St. John in the British Virgin Islands. Okay. This motherfucker has been leading a double life. He gets mysteriously killed in a copter crash. And Irene's going to go down there and investigate what's happening on St. John with her two sons. But what really happens is that Irene and her two sons go down there and just fuck everybody on the island. And at the end, they're like, wait, what about the dead guy? The FBI's like, wait, hold on. We're going to look into this. <laughs> You're losing it. You know this, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. <laughs> Honestly, I'm probably gonna read it. Yeah, dude, I know. Like, Fuck! What's the next one? It's like a whole series. <laughs> oh my god, this is out of control. Oh god, yeah. I'm crying. I know. Oh. And by the way, from your suggestion last week, I started reading The Snowman. You like? And Harry Hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I'm like, ju- like I just finished uh, <laughs> Winter in Paradise, so <laughs> only a couple chapters in to Harry Hole's wow. story. Got you. All right, what do you got? Wow, mine's probably not as entertaining as that. Not too long ago, I read a book called The Lost Night by Andrea Bartz. Mm-hmm. If you remember me telling you about that one. Um, and so I picked up her new book. It's called The Herd. Great cover, by the way. Not that I judge a book by its cover, but great cover. Actually, I feel like that's the reason I picked up her first book. Um, so maybe I do judge a book by its cover. Okay. <laughs> Why did the founder of a glamorous co-working space for women disappear? Her best friends will risk everything to uncover the truth. 
The name of the elite women-only co-working space stretches across the wall behind the check-in desk. The Herd. The H-E-R in purple. In the know, New Yorkers crawl over one another to apply for membership to this community that prides itself on mentorship and empowerment. Among the hopefuls is Katie Bradley, who's just returned from the Midwest after a stint of book research blew up in her face. Luckily, Katie has an in, thanks to her sister Hannah, an original herder and the best friend of Eleanor Walsh, the herd's charismatic founder. Eleanor is a queen within the herd's sun-filled rooms, admired and quietly feared even as she strives to be warm and approachable. As head of PR, Hannah is working around the clock to prepare for a huge announcement from Eleanor, one that will change the trajectory of the herd forever. Though Katie loves her sister's crew, she secretly hopes that she's found her next book subject in Eleanor, who is brilliant, trailblazing, and extremely private. Then, on the night of the glitzy herd news conference, Eleanor vanishes. When the police suggest foul play, everyone is a suspect. Eleanor's husband, other herders, and men's rights groups that loathe the herd, even Eleanor's closest friends. As Hannah struggles to figure out what her friend was hiding and Katie chases the story of her life, the sisters must face the secrets they've been keeping from each other and confront just how dangerous it can be when women's perfect veneers start to crack. Jesus, was that the whole first chapter? Yes. (laughs) That sounds good. Yeah. The Lost Night, the one that I read previously, um, the thing I liked about it was that it was like very relatable in the sense of it was a group of friends that were figuring out like their friendship dynamic going from like college to adulthood, I guess. But there was a murder involved. So juicy. And this one also is I, I like that it's about women in the workplace. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's women my age. It's like very relatable. But also there's a juicy murder <laughs> to spice things up. So I'm excited to read it. All right. I'm excited to. So have you started it? Yeah, I'm in like one chapter in. OK, well, after that, you got to you got to read Winter in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will. I have a product fave thing. Really? Not an ad, but we should probably reach out to them and see if we can. What was going to say? Have you heard of Stasher? No. They're basically like rubber Ziploc bags. Oh, I have one of those. Do you? Yeah, but it's probably just like a different brand. Yeah, maybe that. Who knows? The ones that we have are are by the brand Stasher. Anyways, they're Ziploc bags. They're effectively just rubber Ziploc bags so you can wash them. Use them, yeah. But the, it's great. Like I feel like I'm not because you we go you go through Ziploc bags like crazy, you know. And you're like, this is just so much plastic everywhere and just and clogging up the winter and paradise oceans. So, anyways, they're, they're just great. Like there's nothing to say other than they're just fucking reusable <laughs> bags, but they're great. So I really I really like it. Love reusable bags. Lo- I love it. You know, I'm trying to be. Yeah. Notice that like I I have my water jug. I know this is maybe it's just so like tree huggery or whatever but i'm trying to go like much less wasteful these days you know that's great have you been watching zach efron's show because it's all about being less wasteful no but i did see a post that it was like zach efron now embracing his dad bod and it was like a picture of him from baywatch and then a picture of him from this show and he fucking looks exact same like what are you talking about dad bod I was confused about these headlines also because if by dad bod they mean like he grew a beard and yeah. looks like a dad, then and sure. But I didn't really understand that either because he gets in a hot tub in like episode one and he still looks very ripped. Yeah, he's shredded. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. But if like that's their way of being like, ooh, zaddy Zach Efron is looking smoking hot, then agree. I think the only, the only difference I could see, I mean, I think he is in better shape in the Baywatch one. Um, but it's more of a, he like has like his body hair trimmed more. 
Ew. So is dad bod now just people who are fucking hairy? I guess so. Then I got dad bod, bro. <laughs> Dad bod for sure. you're, I think you're. I think you're too skinny to be dad bod. Yeah, I don't know. You got anything else? You got some music or something? I got some music. Yeah. You do? Yeah. What do you got? You know who I just love? Who? Troya Sivan. He has a new song called Easy. I'm digging it. I once interviewed Troy Sivan and we uh, wrote a country song together. Really? Not. A, that's not a joke. It's a real life huh. thing that happened, and it was. Uh, wow. It was really bad. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> Easy by Troy Savan. Left to the dance, the smell on my hands The rock in my throat, a hair on my coat The stranger at home, my darling It's got kind of like a Phoenix vibe to it Ooh, yeah, I would agree with that You know, especially the beat Loved Phoenix, what happened to them? I think they're still around. I that band was awesome, by the way. So good. Um, Ellie Golding has a new song. I haven't heard from her in a minute. It's called Love I'm Given, and I dig. Her voice is just so sick. She's like one of the more unique voices, I feel like, on the radio these days. When I say radio, I mean like Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Still on fire. From all the times I tried to climb higher and higher. But you put me in the water now. I drown in desire. For all the things you made me feel, you made me feel better. Gotta love some Ellie Golding. Love. The Avit Brothers have a new song out. Oh, they do. do. This is called Victory. Am I sad or am I sick? What's at the root of it? Do I throw my hands and quit? Something tells me no. In the broom grass I would lie Glimmer in my eyes Sun smile back on me From victory I try Match eternal life I love the Avid Brothers. They're Very just, wells. They're just the best. The new record's called The Third Gleam. Uh, the second gleam is a record that like I consider top five records of all time. So I'm very mm-hmm. excited for this third gleam to come out. Has it hasn't released yet, so this is obviously the first single, but when that comes out. I also wanted to play the new Rust and Kelly track. I feel bad for him right now. Oh, I can't believe. Can't believe. Yeah. In case you guys forced. don't know, Rust and Kelly was uh was married to Casey Musgrave, Space Casey. Mm-hmm. Ugh, and now they're getting divorced. I don't I don't know what happened there. Yeah. So, Russ and Kelly got the music out. I mean, I guess we can say Silver Lighting, we're going to get some real good Sad Bastard music from him probably pretty soon. That's true. And Casey. Yeah, both of them. Cracked your rib Soaking up the pressure 
songwriter i have so much music that i want to do but i'm just gonna cut it down to three what would you rather hear would you rather hear the new father john misty or the new wild rivers or the new jenny swim or the new brent cobb or the new david ramirez what do you want jeez and a lot of good shit out right now i don't know that yeah um wild rivers okay this is kind of feels all right the acoustic version love an acoustic version right So you went and cracked the statue I guess it's what I needed And now some girl's asking about that tattoo Still think I'm gonna keep it So if you're getting drunk at your best friend's house And I come up and they're asking we said maybe we would test it out, but it's lasting. I catch myself when I'm on my own. Streetlights pass and I'm stumbling home. Oh. They are very good at making musics. Yeah, that's great. I like that a lot. Yeah. You know what I think uh, I'm going to go do next weekend? What's that? I think I'm going to go camping. I was just literally watching Ben Higgins' Instagram. He's in the Tetons right now, and I've never been more jealous of anyone in my whole life. You can go to the Tetons. I know. It literally makes me want to, like, pack a tent and just drive my Jeep to Wyoming. I mean. Do it. So tempting. Yeah, I'm going to take the cruise. Where are you camping? I think. I'm not sure yet. So I'm, I think I'm going to go with Courtney. You remember him from, like, mm-hmm. uh, he was on Winter Games. Yep. And Dean and my brother. And I'm going to throw a inflatable mattress in the back of my Land Cruiser. And I think we might do Big Sur. Oh, sounds so nice. Right? Yeah. I know. So jealous. Yeah. Well, I'll be here sitting in the air conditioning because it's literally my only option. Yeah. All right. I mean, just thinking about 105 <laughs> degrees just, just oh, makes my grundle sweat. I literally have to go out in it like the minute we're done and hose off the horses. And it's going to be brutal. <sighs> Enjoy that ocean breeze. I will. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm going to. Really, really take it in for me. Yeah, no, I will. It's going to be great. Okay. And you sounds know what I'm going to do? I'm going to listen to Wild Rivers while I'm out there. Ah, oh, that sounds so nice. Doesn't that? This, this is such a camping song. Oh. Bye, Randy. Goodbye. Damn, it kind of feels all right. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.